0: We're queer.
1: Well, 50% of us are, I guess. Does queer also just mean gay? Like, if you're just gay...
0: I think it's just a big old umbrella term that I don't think to be considered queer you have to be homosexual or lesbian or bisexual. or. Oh. I think it, it some, it's, <laughs> well, I think to some people it just means counterculture, you know? To reject the norms. Really? Society. Like what
1: kind of norms? Like you don't wear pants outside or like what? Sure. Okay. Um, what about like...
0: Women um, who wear pants.
1: Oh, I I wear pants.
0: Or so I guess, you know, some like uh, straight allies would want to be considered queer. I don't know.
1: This is all very confusing to me.
0: Is it, though?
1: Yeah, it really is.
0: I don't think it is. I think, I, well, actually, no, you're not very queer. Hmm. Would you How consider say, yourself queer?
1: I don't, this is what I'm saying. I don't know what it means. I thought it meant um, anything except for heterosexual. That's what I thought it meant.
0: That's. I think that's a good start.
1: Okay, then no, I am not queer, but I am very fond of people who are.
0: <laughs>
1: not not everybody, obviously, but I have a lot of friends that I'm fond of who are also queer. I guess.
0: Yeah, according to that
1: definition.
0: Yeah, I could see you. You're a. Uh, you're a. Uh, uh... Trying to think of a better term than than the fag hag. You're not a fag hag. <laughs> I like fruit fruit fly better.
1: <laughs> Ew, I don't know. Yeah, I guess. I mean, if the choice is between fly and hag,
0: <laughs> how are you doing? Let's start the show.
1: Okay. Um, I'm much better than I was. I'm so so much better. Uh, I can eat which is not necessarily better but i mean you're supposed to eat so i guess that's good. Uh my face isn't as fucked up it's almost back to normal fucked up level. Um i really the the only my mouth isn't totally healed yet but it's almost there and then i get tired really easy. Uh-oh. but other than that um I feel okay,
0: yeah, from what I've heard, some of the people that have you know gone through and survived it, it like would come and go like two or three times where they'd think they'd get better and they'd hit back again, and they think they'd get better and then it'd hit back again
1: yeah, so. I've heard that um, i'm I guess I'm waiting to see if that will happen. I was out um like planting some. Uh, Joel and I went to the nursery, the one for plants, not for babies, yesterday, and I bought some, like, little agave, and I was just, like, planting them in a pot. And I just got really tired, which, I mean, my endurance naturally is just really low because I'm I'm lazy and I'm out of shape, but this was beyond that. This was, like, this was worse than normal Megan level of laziness um, but but yeah other than that I'm okay right now so I had a um, a doctors a virtual doctor's appointment on Friday and she wrote this letter saying that she wants me not to, to be uh, in the office until at least the 4th of May I don't know what Employee health is going to do with that, but that was her her recommendation. So, how are you feeling?
0: I'm fine. I feel great. Um, Feature music is Hear Kitty Kitty" by Alex Winston.
1: She's <laughs> Alex Winston.
0: <laughs> Alex Winston. I like her a lot. She's a uh, one of those singer songwriters who's like an opera trained and then decided to make pop music instead. We featured some of her stuff before. This song's actually a uh, Joe Exotic cover from that Netflix mm-hmm. documentary. <laughs> I, I know. I know. I was really kind of hoping that we'd get some sort of promo for Fiona Apple's new album that was released last week. That was, re- it's really good. Uh,
1: bolt cutters and fetching them or something.
0: Yeah, fetch the bolt cutters. I know mm-hmm. she's really not your thing, but because I don't see you Appreciating jazz music too much, but uh, oh no, I hate jazz. Yeah, but it's really good. It's getting it like jazz. She's kind of jazzy. Her like, her later albums have definitely been more jazz influenced than you know her first two albums. I would say
1: mostly. I just don't appreciate her theatrics.
0: I don't think it is though. I really don't think but it is theatrics.
1: There's a lot of drama surrounding. Fiona Apple.
0: The older that she gets, I think the less drama. It's actually I read an article where she was prescribed uh, antipsychotics. Yeah. It turns out she's not psychotic, and so you shouldn't give an antipsychotics from people who are actually
1: not they do give atypical antipsychotics to people with uh, bipolar disorder, some forms of bipolar disorder, and it acts as a mood stabilizer.
0: Yeah, she's not bipolar either. She's not? So when she was coming off of it, she had these these really wild and troubling uh, reactions when she was detoxifying from it. Oh, yeah. Like uncontrollable tics, she lost vision. Anyway, it was was a good article. And the the album's really good. You should check it out. Mm, I probably won't, but I'm listening. I was was speaking to the audience, not to you. I know you won't because you You hate women.
1: Check it out. (laughs) i don't know why i hate recommendations of music from people that i care about and trust (laughs) (laughs) i mean i hate recommendations of music from anybody uh it's almost like you're guaranteeing if you recommend something to me i will not listen to it for years and years until i decide that it's my idea to listen to it and then i will
0: yeah, I'm I'm kind of the same way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like that. My sister really loved, what was that, the band that did the Peaches song? Uh, is it the Presidents of the United States? Yeah. Th- yeah. And she really, really liked them when we were in uh, high school. And because she liked them, I was just kind of like, oh, whatever. And so, like, I think, like, last year or so, I... Uh, they popped up on Pandora, but it was a different song. Uh, what was the song? Lump? Is that yeah. it? They? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, What's, who's this? I like this song. because I I, I, really? I've heard it before, but I, but I hadn't heard it in like a decade. And then I listened to the whole album and I was like, this band's really fucking weird. <laughs> and I like it. <laughs>
1: uh, I've discovered this new band. You're bringing it back. So how uh, how was
0: your week? You know, ups, upsies and downsies, more upsies. I'm, I'm on a high because I uh, won this knockout pe- poker tournament that I play with my friends um, via the Poker Bros app last night. It's called so Poker Bros? I think that's what it's called. I might have just made yeah. that up. Let me double check so that we're um, accurate on the Secretly Timid podcast. Yes, it is called Poker Bros. That's
1: unfortunate. Ew. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, but you know, we do what we got to do. Uh, do
1: we have to do it though?
0: We have to do it because I got no other way to play poker.
1: Did you? Uh, did you earn some money?
0: I did. I I won like two hundred bucks.
1: That's good. Yeah, I won twelve hundred bucks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I went twelve hundred bucks <laughs> too. I, I know it's, it's own money. The purpose is to stimulate the economy, but right now it's just stimulating my savings account.
1: <laughs> yep. <laughs> well if they didn't give us that money. It's our money. They're just giving it back.
0: But dude, did you did you hear Mnuchin? 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 No. That fucking turd. He said it, that that check is supposed to like last as ten months. <laughs>
1: Uh, <laughs> oh my god.
0: Like this fucker. <laughs> like, it's imagine at a touch where like the peasants they can live on twelve hundred a month. That
1: guy's such a fucking
0: clown. He looks do you remember uh uh what was that movie, Weird Science from the eighties? Yeah. Remember where uh, Chet turns into a living pile of shit? Yeah. That's who Steve Mnuchin looks like to me. He, like his face. Yeah.
1: I can see the resemblance. Yeah, he's he's got like weird like augmented lips. And,
0: and like like he's you know, had
1: some injections or something. I bet uh, those cost more than $1200.
0: He's got a really weirdly textured face too.
1: Yeah. It's all it's all synthetic texture that he had spackled on. Yeah, that fuck that guy, man. This is a whole cast of of clowns
0: i know we're not supposed to to think of his wife as a whore but i mean
1: who's his wife
0: uh look her up i think she's like a scottish princess or something very attractive younger woman and uh Mm -hmm. i mean love comes in all ways but i mean i think she's a little melania she's got a little melania in her in her
1: how do you spell Minuchin?
0: I mean, uh, just it phonetically.
1: <laughs> it's not phonetic, not at all. Oh God, he doesn't even look like a. He looks like a robot. Like some like like if a robot created a person to pass off in public, like they'll never, they'll never suspect. Steven Mnuchin, wife.
0: Ugh. Yeah, try to find the photo of them at Fort Knox holding the money. Oh my god. <laughs> How did we get here? How did we get here and when do we leave?
1: What I'm afraid of is that we've always been here and just didn't just didn't realize it. I want to uh, go Yes. God damn.
0: I wanna go back and listen to that secretly timid live election episode where you could hear me and Nan have a nervous breakdown (laughs) when Trump was winning. (laughs) It started out so hopeful and we're like, Yay! And then it just turned to like just oh god, we should have just committed mass suicide right then and there.
1: (laughs) No, instead we're doing it very slowly. I remember going to bed thinking like this is going to be bad. And Eric was like, oh, no, it's going to be fine. Hillary's going to win. It's fine. It's no big deal. We're going to wake up and and she wins. And we woke up and like he woke me up by shouting, God fucking damn it.
0: <laughs> I remember jumping up and down when Trump won a no- nomination. because so I was like, there is no way. There is no yeah. way we're going to elect Donald yeah, Trump. Yeah.
1: I was so glad that uh, Ted Cruz got knocked out. I was like, "This is this will be fine." Who? But then, like as the election grew closer, I was like, "He's not as confident."
0: Ted Cruz, the same man who's recommending that we re- re- reopen the Texas e- economy right now. <laughs>
1: Isn't Abbott recommending that?
0: Of course. In fact, uh, during the uh, the virtual town hall at my uh, my job on Friday. Uh, you know, we do it every week, and they kind of give us updates and blah, 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 blah. And uh, the head guy that was that was leading the meeting said, we're going to follow government uh, recommendations for when we're going to. Know. And in my head, I'm like, well, fuck. We're fucked. Which They're going to follow those fucking recommendations.
1: Federal or state?
0: Does it matter? Yeah. Being, being in Texas, Abbott's going to do whatever Trump does. That's true. Although the one cool thing that they are doing, like whenever we are okay to go back into the office, we're not going to all go in at the same time. So it sounds like there would still be a smaller workforce where, you know, one day... X amount of people go in, the next X amount of people go in and, and, you know, coworkers with kids, since the schools are out, I think they'll still be able to work from home. And anybody that's over a certain age or has, you know, any sort of health issues can work from home. So they're, they're working with us, you know, yeah, um, good. and it would be cool to see my coworkers again, but at the same time, I'm just like, was I, Jimmy and I had a conversation I think it was Thursday night uh, when we were watching the news, and I said, "It's not over. It's going to get so much worse because clearly Trump, his only goal right now is to win re-election, and so it's just so reckless." Well, like, oh, that's I, I,
1: not fair, John. He also cares about making personal profit.
0: That's true.
1: Um. I spoke to one of our mutual friends today via text, and uh, he was telling me that the woman that he has been dating believes that this is a hoax, like a government hoax. And I said, if she knew anything about the government, she would know that there's no way they're organized enough to pull something like this. (laughs) It's an impossibility.
0: And you know, like I listen to Ann Hardy's podcast. She's she's on the. I mean, I listen to it knowing that she is uh, absurd, okay. a burnout, and absurd, and a conspiracy yeah. theorist. And so, you know, like part of me is laughing at her. Um, but at least she's not saying that it's a hoax. But at the what same time, I f-
1: our age believe that it's a hoax. That is incredible to me.
0: Well, I think A, it takes a certain amount of privilege. And then B, it's just in a it's like a middle finger to all those people who are dead now, you know? Yeah. To think that like, what what is it like thirty five thousand Americans now that have died from this? That's it's, just like that's a huge fuck you to all of them.
1: It's something incredible. Let's see.
0: It's um, like like Holocaust deniers. Like
1: I something like it's the leading cause of death in the United States right now. Um, let's see, one hundred sixty-three thousand.
0: Is that worldwide?
1: Um, yeah, globally.
0: And that number is even underreported. And the numbers in America are supposedly underreported too, because there are people that are dying from complications that they're not attributing it to COVID-19 if they're not tested, you know?
1: So did we talk about uh, my test results? We have. Okay. So I got the, my, my doctor called me before, before I saw the results. And she said, have you seen them? And I said, no. And she said, well, they're negative, but look, you have it. And I, I have several patients who have tested negative, but who obviously have it. Like, because I tested negative for flu and mono and strep. So it's none of those things. Um, and I was reading about it and there's something like a 30% false negative rate
0: well I know Which the first really I know the first tests like when they because we rejected the WHO's test or you know, yeah. the World Health Organization's test those first run out of tests were terrible
1: yeah I guess they're I mean this is new right uh, we've never seen this before so it's a it's a working process, right? Right. Um, but I mean, almost one in three tests that are negative are incorrect. That's a lot of people. Yeah.
0: Um, Did you do you know who uh, Darae McKesson is, the activist? No. Well, listen to this. This is this one really disturbed me. He tested positive for it. The only reason why he got tested was because he lost a sense of taste for a week, and he thought that was weird, and he knew that was a symptom. That's the only thing he had.
1: Yang so. also had just loss of taste.
0: Yeah. So you just, you're just walking around. You know, you don't know. Yeah. So it's, it's so interesting in a terrible way how the Oh, very symptoms, responsive. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's really bizarre. Um, I didn't read anything like those like mouth sores and stuff. I didn't read anything about that. Um, and, uh, the only, the only confirmation I have that other people have had that is through, um, a nurse friend of mine who works at, uh, Parkland. She, she has a couple of nurse friends that work with her that tested positive and they talked about it. One of them, was admitted to the hospital, but she said that they complained of it too.
0: I just can't, I can't believe they're talking about reopening everything back up. I mean, our, our health workers are saying like, don't. <laughs> <You> know? <laughs> just because it's getting a little bit better doesn't mean that we're out of the woods.
1: Right. It's kind of the American way though, right? Like.
0: The hard way.
1: Yeah, the hard way.
0: That's a good way to put
1: it. There's no... It's like we have no foresight. Like we... Like we only live in the right now. Yeah. We don't... I don't know. It, it frustrates me. So, you know, and we don't know, like... Are people going to be immune once they've had it? Maybe they won't be. Maybe it will be worse. If you get it again, if you can get it again. Uh, it's supposed to come back in the fall too because the weather gets cold again. We don't know anything about it really. So did you um, did you see the diagrams of, of what it looks like when they do one of those tests?
0: No. Oh, the swab in the nose? Yeah. Like all the way to the back of your throat.
1: <laughs> all like touching your inner ear canal. Yeah. Like they just like stick it up there.
0: <laughs> it's horrible. They, they, they said the new test that they're trying to roll out is just a, soli- a simple saliva test.
1: Well, that would be great. I would like to have done that.
0: Just spit in a cup.
1: Right. Jesus Christ. I saw a video of um, them demonstrating doing a test on a woman and the woman's just sitting there and I can see her like swallowing.
0: It's the nose test.
1: Yeah. And I'm thinking like this is the most tolerant woman who ever lived. (laughs) Where did they find her? Maybe it was a robot. Anyway. I'm glad for right now it's over. Are you getting lonely or what?
0: No, I've, I hit a milestone this week, or I've just, uh, uh, just the art of distraction every day, distraction. I've, uh, been watching new television shows. I've been, um, reading up on queer pirates. <laughs> queer I, pirates? Yeah, because I started watching. Are they
1: actually watching... gay or bi pirates, or are they just like sympathetic to gay and bi pirates?
0: Uh, These are, like, full-on, you know, queer pirates. Uh, I started watching Black Sails, and then I remember hearing about, uh, when I first started watching, I was like, ugh, is this, uh, like, there better be, I put a Facebook post up, like, there better be some strong women on this, or I'm going to lose my interest really quick, and then I forgot about, you know, the famous female uh, pirate named Anne Bonny, and she's on the show, like, well, you know, actress portraying her on the show. And then I was like, oh, this show is really cool because it's like all, because all these historical figures are around at the same time. And, you know, so, so it's, a, you know, a mix of, you know, history as we are told it, told of it, mixed with fiction and, historical you know, fiction. And, historical fiction and, and the, and the show, since it was originally on stars I'm watching it on Hulu, you know, there's some, Penis in it because for some reason Stars Network they love showing the dick As much as they love showing anything else mm-hmm. But of course there are a lot of titties out Everywhere because What
1: show are we talking about? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Black Sails okay. So it's it's uh, the story is about Like a uh, Pre-Treasure uh, Island So All the stuff that led to You know Treasure Island Okay Yeah uh and so but anyway there is a lot of queer stories on this show and so that led me down the, the rabbit hole of queer are
1: pirates. all of these pirates beautiful and have good oh, no no <laughs> oh, <that's
0: good. laughs> they all look very dirty and very smelly oh that's good and all of the prostitutes have really funny merkins
1: <laughs> oh really
0: yeah, because, you know, I, I mean, uh, they, of course, can't show badges. So they have like these really wild merkins on where it's they have
1: like vagina wigs.
0: Yeah, vagina wigs. Yeah. But they're like perfectly like that's how I can tell it's a vagina wig, although I knew it would probably be a vagina wig anywhere. But it's like bushy, but like very tapered.
1: Okay, so, like, how do you attach a vagina wig? Is it, like, I guess it depends on the quality of the production. Is it, like, I mean, are they gluing it on there? Or does it have just, like, a little elastic string that they put around their waist and it just hangs over the vagina? Like a like a cheap Halloween beard? Like, how does that work?
0: Well, it's interesting. I think, because I actually did think about this. Well, A, I'm sure it's probably, you know, just wig glue. Um, but I think on the show, we're sp- they're there to show pubic hair as a way of us thinking that they're nude. But I know prostitutes at the time they did wear merkins. Like the whole purpose of them was to protect themselves from pubic lice and other creepy crawlies. Oh, so know. it's like the show's trying to pass off, you know, away a- cover the actresses so they're not really showing their, you know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's it's so they're wearing a Merkin, but they're supposed to look like they're not wearing a Merkin. But historically, they probably did wear Merkins.
1: Hold on now here. So, hmm. All right. So let's let's think about this in the historical context um, about which you were speaking. So the the actual prostitutes at the time were wearing Merkins hmm. to protect them from pubic lice. How are they attached How are they attaching the merkins? They don't have beard glue. Maybe uh, they
0: do. We don't know.
1: I don't know, John. I don't know the history of adhesives, but I'm willing to put five dollars on they didn't have beard glue.
0: I will. I'll research it.
1: Okay. Also, um, and I don't know if you want to write these questions down or not, um, but you know, how did they attach them? Additionally like how comprehensive is a historical merkin like that like cuz if i'm if i'm wearing a let's say i'm wearing a wig on my head like you know that goes around your natural hairline and you know uh but i imagine that it doesn't really protect me that well from lice, really, because, I mean, lice are very small, right? They can, like, get up under the wig. If A a merkin has a different uh, topography to cover, right? So, so, like, does the merkin extend, like, all the way between the legs and up through the back? I don't know. I need to know these things.
0: It's interesting. But do you want something else that I learned? Yes. Um, So I was... Uh, thinking about getting an Anne Bonnie tattoo, she's a really cool figure t- to learn we about.
1: A better feminist than me.
0: Uh, well, well, all these images that I kept on coming across had her, you know, with the pirate hat and the, you know, the pirate shirt and the gun and the and the sword, but she always had her tits out in a lot of these photos. I'm like oh,
1: Photos.
0: Yeah, well, not yeah, these drawings, these illustrations. Okay. And I'm like, part of me is like, come on, what the fuck? But then I was listening to this podcast where they talk about queer pirates. And the uh, scholars said that Anne Bonny and Mary Read, uh, when they fought, and they were both ruthless fighters, by the way. But they fought with their jackets and shirts open, tits all out everywhere. What? Yeah, they did. And like the, the tellings were that this like when they fought men with their tits hanging out like in a way it was it was very distracting not because it was you know because they were horny but because it was just like imagine a woman with wild red hair flowing everywhere with tits flying everywhere coming at you you know so hey, these men didn't know like they 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 weren't prepared to you know
1: Hmm. It doesn't seem to me because I am the owner of a pair of tits and it doesn't seem to me like like the the benefit of distraction would overrule the impracticality of having your boobs like
0: but these they didn't they did not give a fuck like these depiction of them when they were in battle they fought like harder than men, the men and more wild than the men they like just did not give a fuck about living or dying they went full fucking force and pirates were really just very flamboyant like this like captain uh blackbeard when he fought he had sp- sparklers in his beard <laughs> fucking sparklers so that like the smoke would come and he would they they would they said he looked like a devil when
1: <laughs> i'm just uh, i just think that it would be it would be really impractical to have your shirt open um and it would make it more i mean because it doesn't really feel good when they're not secured and you're Jumping around and stuff. I mean, I've never been sword fighting, but I imagine there's some jumping involved.
0: Did they? Did they have? I guess they did have uh, support undergarments back in the day. Did yeah. they? Yes. I don't know, but it, but then at the same time, when I was learning about all this queer history from the seventeenth it also kind of made me sad. Like the links that they would have to go through, because they said, "Well, the scholars said that." You know, same-sex relations were very common in the pirates' community, (laughs) partly because uh, for many captains, they would not allow women on on board. So you had a large group of men.
1: You got to make do.
0: Yeah, it was a lot of situational homosexuality. But there were also like unions similar to marriages that were sometimes sexual, sometimes not sexual. But they were kind of like A, apprenticeships, kind of like the Greeks where they'd have an older— Pirate and a younger pirate together to like teach. I'm going to
1: show you the ropes. That's a pirate. Yeah, because uh,
0: they, they're ropes. Huh? They also went. They went through like the what uh, I Métis, me- meant, like matey, but uh, uh, I forgot. It... I forgot. <laughs> I forgot that part. I'm going to listen to the podcast again, but. Uh, These civil unions that the captain of the ship would would give, like these marriages between pirates, there were also like life insurance policies. Like if one died in battle, then the other one would get all the stuff. But the sad part that I learned that really kind of bummed me out, because they talked about these two uh, male pirates who were in a romantic relationship and they were basically married. When they were on shore, and this is not just pirates, but any same-sex couples at the time – Since homosexuality was illegal back then, they couldn't live together. So they would often, if you had the means, you would live right next door. So like two single gay men would live next door to one another or in close proximity.
1: Listen, man, I feel like that's probably the way to go anyway. Yeah. You know, like, think about it. You, You love somebody and you want to continue to be in love with them. Isn't the best solution to have them living near you but not with you? Yeah. How oh, nice I remember, you another, someone that you I remember
0: with? another cool Anne Bonny story. you know, like this. So she uh, was an illegitimate child of uh Irish uh, lawyer. And as a result, I guess like illegitimate children if they were boys, it was it was less of a problem if they were girls. So a lot of her early life was she was uh, taught to, they try to pass her, her father tried to pass her off as a boy instead of a girl Uh, so they went to the Americas because I guess some shit happened and so they were in the colonies and he like rented her out as as a servant girl Uh, but she was just like, no, fuck this shit so she was like a really bad servant girl because she kept on getting into fights Mm -hmm. and uh, there was like a rumor that she stabbed a guy (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so anyway, so the servant girl thing wasn't working out, and uh, when she got of age, she rebelled and she like married some guy, some pirate guy. Uh, I'm surprised
1: there was an age for marriage and not just like five.
0: Yeah, uh, so I think she was like 13 or so. She was so young when she got married. And then that guy, so she went on a she got disowned by the dad, and then she went off on with her pirate husband, and he stopped being a pirate. So she was like, "Fuck this shit," because I want to be with pirate. And so she was with Calico Jack, and on uh, so she was a Calico Jack, and they were doing pirate shit. And then uh, she fell in love with this other pirate on board. And so she like, you know, she was pretty ballsy. And so she like cornered this guy in a storage room, and she was like, "I love you." And the guy was like, "Okay, well, there's a problem." And she took her shirt off, and the guy that she thought was a guy was a woman in disguise. Oh. Yeah, named Mary Reed, and so I saw then, that
1: movie. Um, in the eighties, it's called Just One of the Guys. I love that. I love that. Yeah, that's so good. Go on.
0: <laughs> uh, so it was like one of those situations where she like just.
1: It was her. Mary Reed.
0: Yes. So this guy's a boy. What's
1: the face? Bonnie and Mary Reed were in a an emotional relationship.
0: Yes, and so then they got together, and okay. they were doing it, and then Calico Jack got you know jealous because at this point calico jack thought that mary reed was a man and so
1: jack was gay
0: no jack was not gay oh jack was married to bonnie like pirate Ar- married okay pirate married, not like pirate. legally married
1: pirate married yeah
0: yeah and so calico jack took mary reed aside and was like i'm gonna murder you man for like banging my <laughs> wife and then mary was like wait 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 i'm a she <laughs> And so Calico Jack, which is, this is actually uh, pretty progressive at the time, said, okay, I'm cool with this deal with you guys being together, but you got to include me. And so then they were a thruple. Is that
1: progressive, or is that just like a bro thing to do?
0: Uh, I think it's pretty progressive. A thruple back in the <laughs> 1700s? Uh,
1: he just sounds like a frat boy that lives on a ship. Like, oh, yeah, I'm cool with lesbianism, but uh, you gotta you got to get me a cut.
0: <laughs> so then the throuple was, you know, pirating around and uh, then there, there's this other, like, there are, did you know there were pirate hunters? Uh, yeah. I didn't know there were pirate hunters.
1: Yeah. Pirates ripped off uh, big, like, companies that were backed by um, governments and they cost a lot of governments a lot of money. Yeah. And sometimes governments also hired pirates to get money back from other pirates.
0: I had no idea the history of piracy until like this morning. Yeah. (laughs) Listening to this podcast and not all pirates are like horribly rapey pillagey wild. Some of them were just like people trying to get a quick buck.
1: Yeah. Um. Uh,
0: But so then they, they, this is, this is wrapping up really, really quick. So, uh, the pirate hunter was after them and, uh, Calico Jack and all of his men were all fucking drunk. And, uh, Anne was like, hey, there's a ship out here. We should probably, you know, we should probably deal with that. And Calico Jack was like, fuck that shit. We're, you know, they're not going to fuck with us. And so they were like, hey, if you guys get any closer, we'll fuck you up. And the, the pirate hunter was like, we're getting closer. And then because Calico Jack and his men were all drunk, they didn't want to fight. And so they just locked themselves in the basement. And Anne Bonnie, and Mary Reed were like, fuck this. And so yeah, they works. both of them took on this whole crew of pirate hunters they were the only ones that were trying to fight this whole slew of pirate hunters so of course they got you know outmatched they didn't get killed so uh they all took all of them and they're all in jail and uh all the men got hanged and calico jack was like uh before he was hanged he was Begged them, like, please let me talk to my wife one more time. And so they took Anne down to see him. And he was like, please, you know, I'm so sorry, blah, 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 blah. And all she said to him was that if you had fought like a man, you wouldn't be hanged like a dog. That was her last words to him. Okay. And he got hanged. Calico Jack. Calico Jack got hanged. So it was down to Mary Reed and Ann Bonnie. And so they were up at the gallows and they were about to get hanged. And they said, no, stop. We're pregnant.
1: We both of us. Yes. By Calico Jack. Yes. Calico Jack is dead now.
0: He's dead. OK.
1: Did the pregnancy deter the hanging?
0: Yes. You were not allowed to hang a pregnant woman.
1: Oh, get out of town.
0: <laughs> so they avoided being hanged, by Did they have
1: pregnancy pregnant. tests? Like how do you prove it?
0: I don't fucking know, but I saw I saw a uh, seventeen hundred abortion on black sales. They just sucked it out with a metal thingy, like a little scooper.
1: I think they still use metal scoopers.
0: Well not... I guess if it if it if it works, you don't change it. Uh, but unfortunately Mary Reed died from like pregnancy sickness or something. And then mean? I don't fucking know. She got sick. And then and Bonnie uh, went back to America and was never heard from again. The end.
1: OK, can can we just backtrack just just a little bit to where you said Calico Jack took. Uh, is it Annie Reed? Who is it?
0: And Bonnie and Mary Reed.
1: Mary Reed. Took Mary Reed aside, I believe you said. You said, took her aside and said, hey man, uh, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> like, why would you take someone aside and tell them that you're going to kill them? Why wouldn't you just kill them? There was a conversation about it first. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you know, I mean, if if a, if a, if a dude's uh, banging your chick, before you beat that dude up, you want to give him peace of your mind.
1: I thought that only happened in movies like... Like when bad guys were explaining their plan. Right before I kill you, this is what I did. That's wow. what I, like a Scooby-Doo. Mm. Uh, speaking of pirates, so do you know about the Gentleman Pirate?
0: Why do I feel like I know about that?
1: I don't know. Uh, it was a guy named Steed Bonnet. Um, and he was known as the Gentleman Pirate.
0: Oh, you see the gay one?
1: Uh, I don't think he's gay. He was, um, let's see, he was a wealthy guy in Barbados, um, and he was born into a a well-to-do family that had a like a sugar plantation, and um, he was married to a lady and had uh, three kids. And um,
0: oh, I remember. I, I, yeah, to I learned about him. Um, sorry, I, I cut you off. What'd you say?
1: He decided to become a pirate.
0: Yeah, it would say, I think he was called a gentleman pirate because he was educated and well-spoken, and I guess most pirates at the time were not.
1: Uh, he, he, I think, actually, he was called the gentleman pirate because he acted like one. <laughs> <laughs> like, he paid his crew. So he decided just to become a pirate, but he just turned out to be a very bad pirate because he paid people living wages um and he uh let's see uh uh let's see i'm reading there was a an episode of this american life this is where i heard about it but um uh he didn't understand the economic model that is the basis of most pirate attacks (laughs) is what it
0: says (laughs) so he's uh, he was like rebecca black uh
1: maybe was Do you know she about it pirate she, economics
0: no 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 she was like a rich girl and she wanted to be a pop star so her parents paid a producer to put it and then she came out with that song friday friday got oh
1: it. i've heard that song it is <laughs> really just terrible uh so yeah so he he did this to get away from his wife
0: because he was gay,
1: maybe because he was gay. It didn't there's, say that, but we can we can extrapolate that if you want.
0: I'm gonna have to listen to it again. But there was one uh, pi- one gay pirate. They talked about three men, and then Mary Read and Bonnie. And I think one of them was the gentleman pirate because they they but they said he just was a really bad pirate. Like he wasn't a very yeah. good fighter, and you know he just wasn't you know.
1: Yeah, this guy was apparently not a bad pirate. Like he uh it sounds like like his draw to piracy really was like the idea of sailing and uh camaraderie with your shipmates and working together and all this stuff, but he didn't really care that much about bounty. <laughs> so so he was just like um says when he was about to attack the ship, he would have a look around and ask advice, which is not something you want to, uh, <laughs> to be seen doing as the captain.
0: <laughs> I wonder if this, I'm going to have to look it up. I wonder if this, the pirate with the glasses, I wonder if it's based on that guy. There's one pi- there's a character on Black Sails that's kind of like that.
1: He also didn't kill anyone. He's a nice pirate. He captures people, he takes their goods, and then he lets them go. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so he was like he was a nice pirate that was just really bad at at piracy
0: uh, so
1: the name of that episode is I'm not a pirate, so if you're if you're on a pirate kick, I would recommend it to you.
0: I learn about I forget the name of the island, but there's one of the you know Caribbean islands that at the time was populated by, I think the French colonized it, but there was all uh, men, you know, because all the pirates were, most pirates were men, and so the village was all men, and um, there was so much homosexuality going on at the time on this island that they shipped in hundreds of prostitutes. <laughs> to,
1: to dissuade them from Homosexuality?
0: Well, yeah, because I guess there was like, you know, a lot of situational just out of need that, uh, well, that and they wanted to populate the island, so they shipped in. And it was a big deal at the time because, you know, prostitution was illegal. And so for the French government <laughs> to ship in all these prostitutes, I guess, is a big deal.
1: So it was like the lesser of two evils in there.
0: Yeah. Um. But it but it was cool learning about the pirates because they were kind of like the counterculture at the time, you know? And yeah. so, like, scholars that are saying, there is no homosexuality wrong pirates because it was illegal. And the other scholars are like, these are people who don't give a shit about laws. They're pirates.
1: It is illegal. What are yeah, they exactly. About? Um, you'll notice that I'm moving places because I just got a text from my, um, my very kind neighbor uh, who just said i'm gonna leave some well he, o- he always starts his texts with top of the morning to you dear megan and then he, he said i'm gonna leave you some soup on your doorstep so i left my living room because you can see me from the porch <laughs> <laughs> and he leaves me soup in one of those like styrofoam bowls like uncovered and he'll say don't forget to get the soup quickly so the cats don't get into it."
0: <laughs> I, how do you do it
1: how do I do what?
0: Make friends with your neighbors.
1: Look, dude, this guy came to me. The the night I was moving in here. In fact, before I moved in here when uh uh when Aaron was here uh going through the house. This guy came over and introduced himself cuz he thought Aaron was going to be the new owner. And then when I moved in, he came over that night and introduced himself. He's a very eager fellow. Very, very kind. But this neighborhood in particular is very uh, neighborhoody. like I'm on a bunch of Fairmount uh, uh, Facebook groups and they all talk to each other and you'll go outside and people are walking and waving to each other and sitting on their porches and it's weird, like in a nice way. Um, but it's very like it's a community, this neighborhood. It's cool. Yeah. I kinda like it. I think it'll be easier to participate in. I got a um a Facebook message from a photographer that lives in the neighborhood who is going around taking porch trips. So like oh God pictures of people on their porches. Like he'll come <laughs> over and like interview you and put it up on the Facebook page and stuff. So I told him that I'd do that when I wasn't sick anymore. Cause my face is all fucked up, but yeah, like people are invested in being neighbors here.
0: That's that's cool. Yeah, I wouldn't mind living in a in a more communal. The only neighbor that I have is is you know the one.
1: Yeah, I remember that one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I do. There's there's another. I have a gay neighbor, but he's like we're a uh, different fish. You know what I mean? No. Like if you put the two fish in the fish bowls, one'll eat the other one.
1: The betas.
0: Yeah. Both betas. He's he's like a uh you can't sit at or or you can't eat lunch with us type of a gay. You know what I mean? What? You know, he's he's younger, very pretty, uh and I just judge him based on that. Then nice. his 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 doormat says, You better have brought wine I just can't. I don't like that. I don't like that.
1: Well, I mean, how how young are we talking about?
0: Who's to say?
1: Well, you because you've seen him. So estimate. I would
0: say mid twenties.
1: Okay, so he's a little baby guy.
0: He's a little baby guy, and yeah. so he's he's I I my my judgment of him is that he is more interested in gym bodies and. You know, uh, RuPaul's Drag Race and uh, uh, drinks with umbrellas in them. And so, like, gaying it up. The negative stereotypes of that. Like, he would say, he'd be one of those people like, What's that old guy doing in this club? He should be at home, you know?
1: Yeah. So, like, Bravo Channel gay. Yes. Okay. Well,. I mean, to his credit, I haven't met the fellow, but maybe he's. Maybe he doesn't have anything else to offer. Maybe he's vacant and uh, personality less. He'll learn. Maybe.
0: He'll I mean, become jaded just like the rest of us.
1: Maybe one day. Not everybody learns, is what I'm learning. Some people stay terrible to the end.
0: Can I shit on my community for a little bit
1: uh well i, Just I don't think i'm second. the person that you should ask permission from but yeah i, can,
0: I guess you know what and considering how much anal sex goes on in my community i shouldn't have used that phrase shitting on the community. <laughs> so i apologize for that but, and this yeah. has it goes back to fiona apple so uh fiona apple's album comes out it's amazing it's really really great People are saying that it's like an album for like the Me Too movement or what have you. And so on Twitter, uh, I forget her name. She's she's the host of Hysteria on, uh, uh, you know, the the pod Save the People, that, that group. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... I should probably pull up her tweet, but it's to some of the tweets she said Fiona Apple's latest album is for straight uh, women. I don't know if she said straight, but women in their 30s is to women in their 30s as Easter is to Catholics or some shit like that. Saying that, you know, a woman in her 30s would really identify with this album. So as I always do, I click on the thing to look at the comments and then I see all these gay men were like, and gays, Anna's gays, Anna's gays. And it's just like, infuriating to me because it's not like I think there are some things in that album that we don't get you know what I mean
1: the Fiona Apple album
0: well I guess I think some gay people they just want to like yes there are some uh the experience that women have and experience that gay men have of course there are going to be some sim- you know it's some well. similarities yeah. but they're not just it's not like a one to one yeah. So acting like it is a one to one I think is just it's it makes me mad cuz I'm like let the women have this one. Like they some women need to hear this album. They will they will identify with the themes in this album much more than you will, Andy. You know, so just yeah. chill the fuck out.
1: Um I see what you're saying and though I haven't heard the album, uh I I think that's probably a good point I can think of other examples where that would apply also um so why do you think that is why do you think because I know what you're talking about there are there are um some particularly gay men I mean they're not particularly gay I mean specifically men who are gay uh who um want to or feel like they identify with like um sexism against women and you know uh so so why why do you think specifically gay men choosing that like for lack of a better term alliance or or parallel
0: I think part of it may be because it's changing but I think there isn't there still isn't a lot of... Gay representation in media. Yeah. So uh, I think Alonzo Duraldi, when he was talking, he was talking about Molly Ringwald. And I think I've talked about this before, where when he was growing up, they they didn't have any. Oh, I remember he was talking about the Love Simon movie, which is like a rom com, like a team rom com with a gay man at the, the center of it and uh so there's you know it's comparing it to 16 candles and saying when when he when he grew up and i'm paraphrasing so i'm sure i'm getting some of this wrong he didn't have anybody to really uh to to look up to in in media so he saw a movie like 16 candles and so he would imprint himself onto molly ringwald's character because that was the closest thing that you know uh i think it's a little bit of that and obviously you know one
1: you mean like choosing the the mainstream population that you feel you more most closely identify?
0: Yeah, that's here. like like for example when Ryan and I would play Street Fighter 2, we both played as Chun-Li cuz we could see ourselves more in Chun-Li than we could in how, Ryu.
1: How is that? What were the, what were the things that you saw in this this imaginary <laughs> Female character that reminded you of you.
0: I don't know. <laughs> I, would, I, would, I would always identify with, like, when I would read a comic book, I'd identify more with the female character than the male character. I just would like I would I would be more invested in her uh, winning in the end than I would. Well, let's
1: talk about that. Why? What? What is the, it about that?
0: Because I would I see. Uh, Somebody who's often, and I feel like this myself growing up, uh, undervalued, dismissed. uh, dismissed, uh, lacking agency, like, like those type of struggles, you know? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. But why then
1: not, it- uh, why not, I forget the, what was the, there was a, an African-American character in Street Fighter, right?
0: Uh, Balrog, but he was a villain. Okay, but he was Um, still—he still had, you know, I don't know, he still had big muscles, and there's so
1: that so he was broed up a little bit. uh, So he was part of like the dude club.
0: Yeah, but it's also interesting. Like whenever I'd play Street Fighter, I'd play as Chun Li, or I'd play as Vega, and Vega was very flamboyant. So he was kind of like more feminine even though he was a man than you know the other male characters that's kind of interesting
1: remind me what that guy was he a bullfighter or something yes yeah, so he
0: was, he was panic, the italian but... guy with the mask and the, yeah the like okay. claws that was very uh he did some fancy about... moves yeah
1: so why why not vega and instead of chun lee
0: chun lee was just kind of cooler and it was always fun to, like, kick somebody's ass as, like, a five-foot-tall little Chinese woman.
1: Okay. Hmm. All right.
0: But still, I wouldn't say that my situation in life was anywhere close to hers. You know what I mean? If she was a
1: Chinese woman. Yeah.
0: I don't know. That just It just really kind of rubs me the wrong way. Because I could say, yes, if I – let's say – me listening to Fetch the Bolt Cutters uh, as opposed to A Straight Man, I would, probably identify, I would probably get more out of that album than they would. Mm-hmm. But, you know, versus a woman, there's some things that she has an understanding of. Like, the, there's one song where it's kind of hinted at. There's a power dynamic with uh, uh, a man, kind of like a uh, a man who has an authority figure over a woman in that relationship. You know, like like sexual harassment in the workplace. I've yes. been sexually harassed when I worked at the Dallas Voice. It's a lot different than a woman being sexually harassed. You yeah. know, yeah. it's a lot different. I I was never worried. It was it was I I I don't want to get into it, but it was it's different. You know.
1: So so all that being said, though, I mean, you could argue that that people just see what they want to see because they because everybody wants to like belong right so i mean i'm sure that you have straight dudes that listen to fiona apple's album and find something that they can stretch to identify with because we want to right uh listen to tool and i don't particularly uh directly identify with very much of the (laughs) things that they say you know like um I guess certainly for me. not prison sex. That is not something that I feel I can relate to.
0: <laughs> I, I hear you. And they were also the fifty-year-old straight guy was in there too, and he was waving his hand. And I guess for me, I, what what really I guess what, really what what bothered me from it seemed like they were trying to take away the ce- celebration from you know this woman that was saying, "Hey, sisters, this one's for us." You know what I mean? Is and she saying like, that? Uh, not really, but not that it's for us, but it was definitely a celebration. Like, hey, women of my age group, we can we can really enjoy this album. Not to say that other people can't. It just seemed like yeah. it, her, her tweet was very in celebration and solidarity. And then there are all these other people who are like, wait. I hear it too. I'm part of the celebration too. And it's just. I don't well, know.
1: why does that. And I'm just being devil's advocate because I don't necessarily disagree with you. But why, why does it have to be. Why does it have to just detract rather than um, add to? You know, if more people identify with it in some way, why doesn't it make that stronger rather than take away from it, the value? Well, I of it? think.
0: It, no, I think it, it makes it stronger. But. I guess for me, it was like the negative me too thing that oh, okay. way. You know what I mean? Like yeah.
1: Like and like the Black Lives Matter thing, like
0: Perfect example.
1: My house is on fire. It doesn't really matter that your house also matters because yours isn't on fire right now. Like that.
0: Uh well more like the 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 morning after the pulse shooting. I watched Morning Joe, and one of the talking heads, I think it was probably Willie, Willie Guy, some of them said something like, uh, this attack wasn't on a gay nightclub, this attack was on all of America, and I lost my fucking shit.
1: Yeah, I could see why you would.
0: You know? Uh, so it was kind of like that.
1: So so I don't know that person that you're talking about.
0: Uh, Count your but- stars
1: what do you think they intended
0: <laughs> it was it was at the best intentions he was trying okay. to say this is an attack on all of america right but for me it seemed like well you know what all of america hasn't had this community's back and right. so this was clearly an attack on you know So
1: you feel like it diluted the support amongst lots of amongst all people, instead of concentrating the support that was needed on one particular population. Yeah. Okay. I see what you're saying. That makes sense.
0: And I don't know, did, did they do that when there was the the shooting at the synagogue? I don't, I don't remember. Do so, what? Uh, say this is an attack on all of America. Cause like, I mean, it's not like, it's, it's the best of intentions and you know, I definitely understand the message. Uh, but at the same time when it's your community that was, you know, damaged. It's
1: Yeah, the, uh, yeah, I agree. There's a value in in not ignoring the fact that there are that there are differences between populations of people and that those differences are important mm-hmm. when it comes to need for support and that sort of thing.
0: There's a song that she uh, wrote. I don't remember which one it is, but it, but one of the uh, uh, things that led her to write it was the Kavanaugh hearings.
1: Are you talking about uh, Fiona sure. Apple?
0: Yeah, Fiona Apple. Yeah.
1: Okay, what about it?
0: I know, it's just a good song. It was.
1: It, it's about. It was inspired by, or it's about the...
0: the... The hearings inspired it. So it's not like about it, but but her reaction to it. And the reaction to some men that are like, that, like Brett Kavanaugh, that their reaction to like, quote, Me Too movement is like, why are you being mean to me? Yeah, <laughs> <You know? laughs> That happened when I was a kid. Why are you being mean to me now? Why are these girls being so mean? When it's like, no, these women are fucking fed up of your fucking shit you know
1: that is true
0: (laughs) (laughs) and it's a beautiful (laughs) thing to watch you know these past couple of years where women are like this this stops now
1: (laughs) (laughs) well we want it to stop now we know that it doesn't though
0: not (laughs) all women hashtag not all women
1: (laughs) what does that mean
0: you know, like the gun Barbie lady that with the really terrible hair that goes to college campuses and try to set tries to set people up on camera.
1: God damn it!
0: Side of right. Why are there people like that?
1: Because people want to belong, and
0: but she's and not to belong.
1: No she she's trying to belong to a different population she's trying to be part of the boys club and she gets i mean there are some benefits right like if you're a unique member of a a winning club like that you you get some benefits you get attention right and male attention is pretty highly valued amongst people like that right um, you uh, you also get some um, undeserved credit for being the resident boys club expert on women. Like, oh, well, she knows exactly what it's like to be a woman and she's saying this, so she is the foremost authority in our group. So you get some kind of quote-unquote credibility among that club's members, right? Um, Because you're the most qualified to say, um, except you're only the most qualified because there aren't any other women in that club, or very few, because um, women that see the whole picture are not interested in being part of that club.
0: Is she the woman who recently said that women shouldn't have had the right to vote? Or something like that.
1: Man, I don't fucking know. I'm not exactly sure specifically who you're talking about. I'm just thinking of that, like, Tommy what's-her-face woman. Yeah. I, she's like the picture of what uh, the average bro values, right? She's like, she's young and she's small and she's she's very, like, made up and she's got blonde hair and it's long and, like, I mean, she's a caricature, Of a person.
0: Like our new press secretary. Who's that? Kaylee McEnany.
1: Oh man, I don't. She's, don't
0: She's proof that not everybody that comes out of Harvard Law School is very smart.
1: No. 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 I mean.
0: Oh, I've got. I thought of a question for you. What? That was just a totally random question. Did you think that Wright said Fred was sexy?
1: <laughs> I certainly didn't think they were too sexy. Are you talking about the the front man or just like the band and the quote unquote band in general?
0: Aren't they twins? Isn't it? It's two of them, right?
1: I thought there were three.
0: I don't I know shaved heads and the body. So I remember I was for some reason I thought of that video and. I didn't think see. they were sexy. And so I was just wondering, like, who thought those guys were sexy? Uh,
1: well, first of all, I don't think that it's necessarily... I think you're right. I think it is two dudes. It's, a English band.
0: Yeah, I guess they're brothers. not twins.
1: Fred and Richard Fairbrass.
0: Well, they were brothers.
1: Yeah, they are brothers. I don't think they're twins, though. Um... Okay, so back to your question. Did I think they were... They certainly aren't too sexy, right? Um, Did I lose you? No. Okay, what is going on here? Uh, There you are. Um, No, not too sexy. They... uh, I don't know. If you're bold enough to tell people what they should think of you, I mean, this administration is, is a pretty good example. Sometimes people start believing you.
0: <gasps> Megan, okay, yeah. I've, got, I've got something fun to end on because we're uh-huh. over an hour now. All right. Who's the most awful American politician that you secretly think is sexy?
1: Oh, I don't want to answer that question.
0: I need you to answer because I've got one too. And I'm ashamed of myself. I am ashamed.
1: Do you want to go first?
0: Oh, okay. Oh, so, guys, I'm sorry. And I can't help how I feel. <laughs> but this guy's awful.
1: You, you, you know? have to be ashamed of, of thinking this person's hot, Right.
0: It's just a picture. I don't think he's hot. Right. Okay. Matt Gates' new Twitter picture that people are making fun of. He's awful.
1: Who's Matt Gates?
0: He's the where is he from? He's like the the alcoholic that's he's the guy that uh wore a fucking mask on the Senate floor to poke fun at COVID nineteen when this first started. Oh. He's such a douchebag. He's awful.
1: He's got one of those bro jaws.
0: He really does. He's got he's got that eye, those eyes that are like always glassy and stoned. Yeah. But, but
1: he's dead. They're dead, John.
0: They're dead. And he's an awful human being.
1: There's some pictures of him where he looks a little little chunky, he's carrying that weight in his
0: neck. But I mean, I've got it there's one picture when I before I knew who it was, I was like, who's that hot oh god? Your turn.
1: Okay. All right.
0: Oh, I thought of another one.
1: Well, okay. Look, um, first I want to preface by saying that I don't. I can't even defend it. All right. Um, I think Paul Ryan is kind of handsome because <laughs> he's got those. He's got those dead eyes that are like really light colored, and. Uh, look like they're made of glass.
0: (laughs) And see the guy that banged Pantera? That he... what? Like, out in the car when he left. He is! Or no, not Pantera. Remember when, when Sydney was on a couple years ago? When he left, I guess, some meeting, he went into his car and started playing, like, Smash Mouth or Pantera or one of those bands really, really loud. No. And then the band was like... Fuck this! <laughs> Please don't play our music. Yeah, he's right. tall.
1: He's, he's got dead eyes, and he's
0: bangable.
1: Yeah, he's
0: got a tight fit body. He yeah. does a P ninety X.
1: Yeah, he's, I thought he of. Doesn't look bad with a beard. It's not the most majestic beard I've ever seen, but it, it's all right. You can grow one. It's the dark hair and the light eyes together. I think that it's the combination that does it. But look, I'm I'm not gonna. That's it. That's where it ends. So everybody calm down.
0: The the horrible Republican with an eye patch, I would probably
1: There's a there's a pirate Republican.
0: Yeah. The Pirate Republican. Dan Crenshaw. I think he's from Texas. Is that his name? Dan Crenshaw?
1: I don't know. I. Dan Crenshaw I.
0: (laughs) We're awful. (laughs) Does he have one eye? He
1: does. He's got a glass eye. Um,
0: He's younger than we are, Megan.
1: It's not a good. He doesn't have a good face, really.
0: I think his face is fine.
1: No, I don't like it. He he looks like a an alt writer for sure. I'm going to say no. Also, he looks short. I mean, I don't have any basis for that, but he just looks like a short guy to me. No offense, short guys
0: isn't that interesting what so when i got on wikipedia for paul ryan it had uh his height at six foot one oh, that's when i it. looked at dan daniel crenshaw his height's not listed so who put
1: he's ashamed.
0: yeah or uh paul ryan is proud
1: I mean, it could be worse. He's over six feet tall, so that's something.
0: Huh. Alrighty. Any, now any that we're
1: sufficiently <laughs> ashamed of ourselves, you know,
0: I, you know what, what? Can we, say? we can't, we can't help how we feel.
1: We could, we could try harder, probably.
0: Trying to think of anybody else I'm ashamed To to think is actually kind of attractive
1: I'm sure I could come up with a list of people If I really thought about it I just try to keep it out of my thoughts
0: What's the name of that singer That pissed off all the Native American communities By saying that he was like Third spirit or whatever What was the name of that guy I don't know Ugh so I think I think he's really attractive, although his music makes me want to jump out of a window. He's like really folky, like kind of like a Simon, uh, Paul like, Simon. He does a lot of uh, uh,
1: like what the fuck is his name? He's got like a ukulele or something. Yes.
0: And he, yes. He started like the whole trucker hat craze back in the early 2000s. What is his fucking name? What's his name?
1: John something. Is it? Uh, Jack. Right?
0: I have no idea. I could Uh, see him. I could see his face because I think he's kind of handsome. Jack Johnson? No, not Jack Johnson.
1: Okay, I don't know. They, I I'm mean, it's a,
0: the... okay, I, 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 the, he did the remedy. That was his big hit. The remedy. Who did the remedy?
1: Uh, just for the record, Jack Johnson is also terrible.
0: Jason Mraz, that's his.
1: Ew, yeah, he's bad, dude. Ooh, he's bad.
0: I know, I'm ashamed.
1: Hate that guy's face.
0: Oh, I think he's <laughs> handsome. He reminds no. me of one of my um, exes. That's maybe that's why I think he's handsome.
1: Could be. I don't endorse either of them, any of them, or but, John Mayer. Also bad.
0: Oh yeah, those. Yeah, he's definitely like in a John Mayer. I'm a sensitive, you know, soul. Yeah. Yeah. That leads to shrinkage for me when that, when <laughs> he pulls out that guitar. I'm like, I can't handle this right now. And your little boop up ba doop ba doop 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 boop. sounds
1: like jazz
0: Oh, so what are you going to be doing next week just hanging out and chilling
1: I'm working from home I'm finding this working from home thing uh, first of all it's lonely but also um, it's hard to we have to fill out an activity log like what did you do today and for how long that's difficult yeah uh do you have to do that? Do You have to account for all of your time?
0: Uh no. Not at all.
1: Uh, it it's a little patronizing. I don't like it. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just you know, I have I have a hard time. I'm not goofing off all day, but I certainly am not like maximizing every second of the workday either. Like I'm, you know, I am also watching TV while I'm doing notes and shit.
0: It's funny. I'm so afraid that that my boss will think that I am slacking off, that I'm trying to be super productive. Cause I don't want them to think that I'm taking advantage of the system. Yeah. Oh. Uh, there there
1: isn't a solid eight hours worth of shit to do. Oh, yeah. there
0: is for me. I'm the only one in my in my position, so I've got like more than enough work to do.
1: Yeah. So you you prefer working from home?
0: Uh, no, not really. For me, like, the biggest issue from working from home is all this fucking technology. Like, when it fucks up, I don't have, like, a whole crew of people that can fix it for me. You know, it's just me. And I get really, like, when technology doesn't work, it sets me the fuck off. Because I don't know how to fix it. And it just makes me so mad. Especially when I've got, like, a lot of work to do. And I'm like, why... Like, I think we were texting when my uh, Wi Fi just shut down last week for a whole hour. And I didn't know why. I didn't know what to do. I I turned shit off, turned it back on. It's not working. It's not working. It's not working. I've got to text my boss and be like, I'm sorry. I can't work right now because my Wi Fi is down, you know? And so, like, that's just so infuriating. And when my desktop broke, like, why did it break? Nothing. I didn't do anything. It's just all of a sudden, shit doesn't want to work, you know. And then the IT people are, they can't see it, and you know, so I'm talking to them on the phone, and even the the app where they can take control of your computer, that wouldn't work on my desktop. And I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Desktop,
1: right? It's not company. Exactly.
0: Yeah. So my company kind of broke my desktop. (laughs)
1: <laughs> put in uh put that in your expense report
0: it's funny yeah because i was because i i mean I, now i'm working off my laptop but i i was one of the people that because you know the work like la- we weren't I mean, this kind of came out of nowhere so we didn't have enough laptops for everybody so people that did have you know their own desktop or laptops we volunteered as like hey you know we'll take yeah. one for the team and and work on our own um yeah so that's probably been the the most uh, uh bad part of working from home but i've I think I've finally just now like this past week f- fully adjusted to working from home now where it's not as lonely and mm-hmm. and I still feel like I'm getting shit done um to the point now where it'll be weird being in the office you know
1: yeah. Well, hopefully that doesn't happen next week. They haven't given you a date, right?
0: No, I think they, they said uh, May. It looks like it'll be May. Maybe. They're still kind of, you know... Uh, we're We're definitely in a wait-and-see sort of holding pattern.
1: Yeah. I don't think I like my job. I think I need to... Anyway, that's a whole different discussion.
0: Okay, what's the featured song of the week? Here, Kitty, Kitty, by Alex Winston. Mm-hmm. Don't watch that documentary because they're really mean to animals. Which Wildcats documentary?
1: Should... Oh, the Tiger King. Yeah, it's a cover of that guy's songs. Yeah, gross. I don't know. <laughs>
0: So that's a, not a ringing endorsement from Megan. I think they yeah. did it. It was kind of, you know, kitschy and, you know, it's, it's a bad song. So, of course, why would you not want to cover it?
1: <laughs> I feel like it's rewarding bad behavior.
0: <laughs> well, actually, I think, um, hold on. Let me, let me read the press release because all the proceeds go to some charity. So that's cool. Hold on, let me read it. I should probably I should have probably led with this. If we were a professional organization, we would have. Yeah, uh, blah, 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 blah. Uh yeah, the new song is uh the new song was developed in quarantine, and Winston has pledged that proceeds from this song will be noted donated, donated is the word, mm-hmm. to Music CARES and their COVID-19 relief fund for artists. So <laughs> There you go. All right. So we'll allow it. Well, I'll allow it. Megan doesn't have to allow it.
1: No, you're the boss.
0: All right. Bye, guys. Have fun in quarantine. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Wear a mask. And don't believe the hype about that fucking these protests. These are not grassroots protests. These are paid for protests of like a dozen people. So
1: little whiny babies.
0: Fuck those people. Fuck them.
1: Well, guys don't like it when pe- people tell them what to do.
0: Yeah, don't fuck them. Actually, don't fuck them because no. those people are probably infested.
1: Infested.
0: <laughs> because they are out and not, not fall on the rules. <laughs> <laughs> well, bye, Maggie. I hope you have a good day.
1: Bye, you too. Bye. bye.
0: She was a rich woman, she had rich tastes, Felt the blood running
1: through her veins She liked the life she had, she loved her big cats And the beauty of being a oh. Everything was fine, just as sweet as wine Then her husband went and disappeared A little crazy guy, a little hazy, and the cops said there's something wrong here. Oh, here, kitty, kitty, mama's got some treats for you. Oh, here, kitty, kitty, cause you can't find this taste in the zoo. Oh. Don't pick a fight with your wife Cause it's a big 40 acres And if you
0: ain't careful You'll be gone in a blink of an eye Uh-oh. No bones, no remains But that won't change The fact that Don sure ain't coming
1: back You can prosecute Cause it's just no use
0: Nothing left but tiger tracks Oh,